Hello, it's Mike McDivitt, interim pastor of the New Hope Baptist Church, here on July the 31st. Tomorrow is August, hard to believe. We're going to start here, if you would, in Joshua chapter 2. Joshua chapter 2. Read the first four verses and have a word of prayer. It says, And Joshua the son of Nun sent out of Shittim two men spying secretly, saying, Go view the land, even Jericho. And they went and came into a harlot's house named Rahab and lodged there. And it was told of the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, there came men in hither tonight of the children of Israel to search out the country. And the king of Jericho sent unto Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men that are come to thee, which are entered into thy house, for they come to search out all the country. And the woman took the two men and hid them, and said this, There came men unto me, but I wist not whence they were. Let's pray. Dear Father, thank you for this day you've given us, Lord. I pray, Father, that you will just open up your word and show us what you would have for us in it today, and do what I cannot do, Lord, and bless each and every one of our hearts, Lord, through your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, the sermon today is on Lessons from Rahab's Faith. Lessons from Rahab's Faith. Kind of an unlikely character in the Bible. She was a harlot. In other words, a prostitute. She was a woman of, of low moral character, right? Now, there was a different thing in those days. People would come into these cities, and they weren't godly cities. They didn't follow God. And in fact, there were uh, those kind of ladies working out of their temples and their gods. And then there were other ones like Rahab, most likely, that just worked out of their homes. And so when the spies came in from Israel, I don't think it's necessarily they were going in there for that reason, but that would be the place that they could lodge tonight, hide, and leave. They were there to spy out the land. And when the king found it out, he uh, sent men to, to gather them up, of course, because they were afraid of them. And we'll find out later why. And Rahab said, you know, they, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't know who they were. King, I didn't know who they were. But Rahab's shown here through her works. Let's look in the next couple verses. And it said, it came to pass at the time of the shutting of the gate when it was dark. That the men went out, whether the men what I not, what I not, pursue after them quickly, for ye shall overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof of the house and hid them in the stalks of flax, which she had laid in a corner of her roof. She hid them. Now, why would she do that? Why would she do that? She was risking her life by doing this. But I think the one reason we're going to find out here is that she was becoming a believer in their God and, and that understanding that those people were God's people. And she was showing her faith. What is faith? To believe God. To believe what God? Their gods? No. The God of Israel. And she was showing her faith at the beginning by hiding the spies. She believed in the God, little by little, she you'll we'll see, and in, in, in the power of God, and it was the God. And well, let's keep reading. We'll, we'll we will see that. 
Well, let's before we go any further, let's keep our finger here and turn back to James. The book of James, chapter 2. James chapter 2 and verse 24 through 26. This says, ye, ye see then how that by works a man is justified, not by faith only. Likewise, also was not Rahab the harlot justified by works when she had received the messengers and she had sent them out another way. For as the body is without the spirit of the dead, faith without works is dead also. She is showing her faith by her works. And she's going to hide them and protect them. And, and I think a lot of times these days people will say, I'm a Christian, but you'll see nothing in their works. Just like we see with uh, um, people that, that uh, profess in, in, you know, to be a famous preacher and then they'll do wrong. You know, or they'll, you don't see it in their works. You don't see it in their lives. And we are to see God in our lives. And that's how people, as much as you can tell them the gospel story, what the gospel has done to you is the biggest sermon you'll ever preach. So she had faith and they were showing it by her her actions. We get into the next part of this. Her faith in God and her people, faith in Israel's God and, and the people also. Because in verse 7 it says, And the men pursued after them. She lied, I know, but she was protecting them. And in Jordan and in the fords. And, and, and as soon as they uh, which pursued after them were gone out, they shut the gate. And before they were laid down, she came down up unto them upon the roof. And she said, the men I know that the, excuse me. And then she said unto the men, I know that the Lord hath given you land and that your terrors fall upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried the waters of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what ye did unto the two kings of the Amorites and we're on the other side of the Jordan and Sihon and Og, whom ye utterly destroyed. And as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts did melt, and neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in the heaven above and in the earth. So she understood who the real God was. And she relayed to them some important information they were looking for, not only spying out the land and how they would take it, but also what the mood of the people was. Sometimes when uh, soldiers go to war, they want to know what the mood of the people is of the lands that they're going into. Are they afraid? Are they brave? Are they angry? What information are they getting? And they'll go in and take all these things into consideration. And these people were terrified. An important thing for them to know. And in fact, after they had, re they had, they had relayed all this, and it goes in the next part of the chapter, that she, what she is asking of them. In the first 24, when they get back to their own people, 
the spies, when they got back, he says, and they said unto Joshua, truly the Lord has delivered unto our hands all the land. For even all the inhabitants of the country do faint because of us. So Rahab's faith in their, <clears throat> their God was established. Her the works, what she was going to, which side she was going to be on is established. She protected the spies. <clears throat> and it's important that uh, we see where she's coming from. Hey, she could have turned them over to the king and protected the people of the, of the city she was living in, but she was becoming a believer, and we will see more how she was becoming a believer in God, the God of the Jews, our God, in fact, right? So they were prepared, Israel's faith there is prepared by uh, understanding what God was doing in that land. He was melting the hearts of those people and getting them ready to be taken. God always prepares the land before they send you to it. Sometimes he might lay on your heart to go witness to a person. And there's a reason for it. He knows either they'll get saved or he's preparing their hearts and he's, he's making them uh, a little bit pliable to listen to what you have to say. And so you're to charge in and tell them the gospel story. God prepares the land for these Israelites and Rahab relays it to them and they relay it to their people and encouragement unto them. But Rahab's faith also saves her family. It goes to the next part of this. In verse 12, it says, Now therefore I pray unto you, swear unto me that the Lord, since I have showed you the kindness, that you will also show kindness to my father's house and give me a true token, and that you will save alive my father and my mother and my brother and my sister and all that they have delivered our lives from death. So she's saying, could you please... I've shown you this kindness. And I believe your God is the God, the only true God, that is going to help you defeat these people, this land. Will you not destroy my family? <clears throat> Verse 21 says, And she said, According to your word, according to your words, so be it. And she sent them away, and they departed, and she bound a scarlet line in the window. Now, I guess I skipped over where they had told her to put a scarlet line on her window. And that way they would not touch it. They would not touch her house. Well, what's that scarlet represent? The safety of Jesus Christ's blood, doesn't it? And the safety that comes in by trusting in it. And she trusted their God. She trusted God's people. And she trusted the sign that they told her to put out of her window. And so she was building faith little by little and coming to really rely on, not just believe in and have faith in, but to rely on their word. What choices she have, right? But she really was becoming a believer. And so... In chapter 6, did, it, did, did, did they follow through with their word? Let's look in chapter 6. 
of Joshua. And we're going to look down around verse 20. And so the people shouted when the priests blew the trumpets. This is what God told them to do. And sound the trumpet. And, and uh, the people shouted with a great shout. And the wall fell down flat so that the people went up to the city. And the men straight before, and they took the city. And they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both men and women and young and old and ox and sheep and ass and the edge of the sword. And Joshua said unto the two men that had spied out the country, Go into the harlot's house and bring out hence the woman and all, all that she had, as ye swear unto her. And the young men that were spies and went in and brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brother and all that she had. And they brought out all her kindred and left them without the camp. Let's, Lord, let's skip down to verse 25. And Joshua saved Rahab, the harlot, alive in the father's house, hold and, and all that she had. And she dwelled in Israel even to this day because she hid the messengers which Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. So the Lord rewarded her faith by saving her family. I think sometimes we, uh, we don't look at certain people as if they had much faith or they deserved anything. Here's a Gentile lady that was a harlot that turned to God and his people. And because of that, she was saved in her household and her father's house. Sometimes we'll look at people and say they're not worth saving. Isn't that terrible? Because we were worth saving because of Christ's love. Are they any less worth saving? Of course not. God loves them. God loved Rahab. And God saved her life and her father's house. Gentiles, believe it? You believe that? So she had a faith that was shown in her works. She had a faith in God and his people. She had a, Israel, because of her, had a faith that God had prepared the victory ahead of them. And Rahab's faith even saved her family. Well, there's something mentioned about Rahab. A little bit later, out of the book of Joshua, let's look at Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. And we're going to see that Rahab's faith had result, resulted in everlasting fruit, abiding fruit. And you and I are blessed today because of what Rahab done, had done. She was blessed in a very strange way. Matthew chapter 1. Let's look at 1 through 5 because I want to get this in context. It says, In the book of gener a generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. And Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Judas, his brother. And Judas begat Pharaoh, and Zerah Tamar. And Pharaoh begat Esrom, and Esrom begat Aram. Aram begat Abinadab, and Abinadab begat Nason. Nason begat Solomon, Salmon. And Salmon begat Boaz of Rachab. 
And Boaz begat Obed of Ruth, and Obed begat Jesse. Salmon begat Boaz of who? Rahab. Rahab is now in the lineage of Jesus Christ. She was blessed. Some people don't know that. In the, in, the, in the lineage of Jesus Christ, there were a couple ladies mentioned. Really, the only ladies mentioned in there is not only ladies, but uh, ladies that were Gentiles. Ruth and Rahab. Well, Ruth was half in her in her the the, the um, lineage. They, they would call them, I guess, the derogatory term, half-breed, right? <laughs> and uh, Israel hated them because of it, the people she came from. But Rahab was a harlot and a lady that was born and, and was uh, existing in the city of Jericho. And now, because of her faith, is in the lineage of Jesus Christ. You know what else I see in that? Where was her house situated? On the wall. The wall fell flat. All but her house. All but her house. So not only did the people look at the scarlet thread, the scarlet cord, and say, no, don't touch that family. They helped us. But God looked at that and saw her faith and didn't let that section of the wall fall flat because her house was built on it. Isn't that amazing? What a story that we could learn from. The faith of Rahab, an unlikely hero and an unlikely servant of God that became a follower of the Lord. There are many people in our cities and our families that people look down on and maybe they think they can't get saved. But I'm here to tell you they can. And like Rahab of old, they can have faith in God. Get saved and serve him. And that's our job to tell them. And their faith can be a blessing to others, just like Rahab's faith was a blessing to others, including you and I. Well, we're going to end it right there. Let's have stop and have a word of prayer. Dear Father, just thank you for this day you've given us, Lord. And I pray, Father, that you will just help us. This day is Sunday. I hope everybody gets to church, Lord. I pray that you would help us in this church, that you would show up and bless our church service, Lord, and do a miracle here and help us to have revival. Help the attendants, help the church, help uh, our hearts to be prepared. We love you, Lord. We thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, you guys have a great Sunday. Have a great week. And I pray that you will tell some poor lost soul about the Lord, would you? God bless you.